0: so i'd like to wish all the mothers a very happy mother's day today the epistle for this fifth sunday after easter is taken from the epistle of saint james dearly beloved be you doers of the word and not hear, hearers only receiving your own selves for if any man be a hearer of the word and not a doer he shall be compared to a man beholding his own countenance in a mirror For he beheld himself, and he went his way, and presently he forgot what manner of man he was. But he that has looked into the perfect law of liberty, and has continued therein, not becoming a forgetful hearer, but a doer of the work, this man shall be blessed in his deed. And if any man think himself to be religious, not bridling his tongue, but deceiving his own heart, this man's religion is vain. Religion, clean and undefiled before God and the Father, is this, to visit the fatherless and widows in their tribulation and to keep oneself unspotted from this world. Please stand for the Gospel. The Gospel is taken from the 16th chapter of the Gospel of St. John. At that time, Jesus says to his disciples, Amen, amen, I say to you, if you ask the Father anything in my name, he will give it to you. Hitherto you have not asked anything in my name. Ask, and you shall receive, that your joy may be full. These things I have spoken to you in Proverbs. The hour comes when I will no more speak to you in Proverbs, but will show you plainly of the Father. And that day you shall ask in my name. And I do not say to you that I will ask the Father for you, for the Father himself loves you, because you have loved me and have believed that I came out from God." I came forth from the Father and am come into the world. Again, I leave the world and go to the Father. His disciples say to him, Behold, now thou speakest plainly and speakest no proverb. Now we know that thou knowest all things, and that thou needest not that any man should ask thee. By this we believe that thou comest forth from God. Please be seated. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost, amen. Dear fathers, dear mothers, dear First Holy Communicants, God lives a very long way away. There's probably not many people who you know who do not live on planet Earth, but God is one of those people. God lives in heaven so far away. Despite the fact that God lives so far away, he still touches us because he's almighty. He has a special power that whatever he wants, it happens just by the fact that he thinks about it. He just has to think about something and then it happens. So one of the things he's thinking about is you and he wants you to exist. And that's how he kind of touches you. He thinks about you, and because he thinks about you, you exist. You're not nothing. And yet, in spite of this fact that God brings us into existence, he sustains us into existence, it's almost like God is not happy with that. That's not enough for him. Just to give us existence he wants to draw very, very close to us. It's almost like he doesn't like the fact that he lives so far away from planet Earth. He wants to come inside of us. That's what he desires. He wants to be so close to us that he's even inside of us. So, God came up with a plan to come inside of us. He decided that he would come on this earth. He would travel all the way from heaven and come all the way down here to planet earth where we live. And when he decided to do that, he had to figure out how am I going to come down? Where am I going to land when I come down on planet earth? Because you know, if, you, if you're like if you're in a space rocket or something and you're coming down to planet earth, you got to carefully plan where you're going to land. You don't want to land on somebody's house or something like that, do you? No, you want to land in the right place. So God had to decide, where am I going to land? And his decision was, I will land in my mother. I will come onto earth in a mother. I'm going to have to find a mother. I will go inside of her. She will be the first one that I will go inside of. That might seem very strange for you. You have to look for a mother. You probably didn't do that. I don't think you were sitting around one day and you're saying to yourself, hmm, I need a mother. I need to find a mother. Let's look around a bit, find a really good one. You didn't do that. None of us chose our own mothers. We didn't exist. Our father and our mother sort of chose us. They, they gave us life. You see, it's different with God. No one gave life to God. No one gave anything to God. He's always existed. He's always lived. No one brought him into life. There's no birthday for God. He lives forever, and that's why if if God wants to be born on this earth, then he has to find himself a mother, and that's what he did. He's decided, I'm going to come on this earth, and when I come, I'm going to come inside of a woman who will be my mother, and so he chose to have a mother, and not only did he choose to have a mother, he created her. He made his mother. He made her out of nothing. Why did he do this? Because he desires to come inside of us to help us get to heaven. It's kind of like this. God's there in heaven. He's he's looking at us poor human beings and he's saying to himself, wow, they are so straying from the happiness that I've made them for. They're not heading to heaven. They're messing up their lives. They're committing all these sins. They're so far from me. So I think what I will do is I will come down on earth and I will come inside of them And I will help them straighten out their lives. I will help them find true happiness. And, well, to do that, I'm going to create a woman who's very beautiful, who's very pure, who's so holy. I will create this woman. And I will go inside of her. And she will form my body. I will take my body from her. And with that body, I'm going to die on a cross. And with that body, I'm going to rise from the dead. And with that body, I'm going to come inside of little boys and little girls. I'm going to come inside of rich people and poor people. I'm going to come inside of sick people and healthy people. And I will help them find their true happiness. I will help them. Draw close to me. That's what God decided. What do you think about this decision of God? How important do you think this is? How important is this gift from God where he comes down on earth and gives us his flesh taken from the Blessed Virgin Mary? Do you think there's anything more important than that? Think, what do you think? you think the movie stars are more important than God and the Blessed Sacrament? Or the sports stars? Or the leaders of this world? What do you think is more important? What do you think is the most important? God is the most important of all things. And that's the One that you are going to receive in your first Holy Communion. You will receive God himself because he truly came on this earth. He dwells on this earth in the Blessed Sacrament with that flesh that he took from the the Most Blessed Virgin Mary. I just want to tell you a little story of someone who believed truly that God present in the Blessed Sacrament is the most important thing in this world. His name was Leo. One of our first communicants is is named Leo. His name was Leo Heinrichs. He was born in Germany. And he had to flee Germany because of religious persecution there at the end of the 19th century. He came to the United States, and he was ordained Franciscan priest after he finished his seminary formation. And after he was ordained a priest, he was assigned to come to Denver, Colorado. He was assigned to St. Elizabeth Hungry Parish. And one of the things he did at St. Elizabeth Hungry Parish is they gave food to the poor. And every, every morning, Father Leo would distribute food to the poor. He was in the United States for a long time, and he didn't see his family. It had been 21 years since he has seen his family in Germany. And his superior said, okay, this year, Father Leo, you can go back home to Germany. He said, okay, I will will go back home, but first, I want to do the first communions. I want to do the first communions that will happen in June. He had a class of 70 children. 70 children were going to receive their first Holy Communion. He wanted to stay so that he could give the Blessed Sacrament to these children for the first time. But Father Leo did not live until June. It was a Sunday, February the 23rd. He was saying the working man's Mass at 6 o'clock, and there was a man there who came up to the communion rail who was very bad. This man hated the priest. He hated the Blessed Sacrament. He hated them so much that he wanted to kill priests. When he came up to the communion rail, after he had received Holy Communion, he took out a gun and he shot Father Leo. Father Leo fell down. The Blessed Sacrament fell down. What do you think Father Leo did? I know if I gotten shot, I would probably be checking my body say, Where Where did I get shot? Is this a fatal wound? Where did I get shot? That's not what Father Leo did. Immediately, Father Leo was worried about the Blessed Sacrament. He began to look for the Blessed Sacrament and to, to take it off the ground and put the Blessed Sacrament back in the ciborium. But he didn't have enough time because he was shot in the heart. And just a few seconds later, he died. The last thing that he was doing, he was picking up the Blessed Sacrament from the ground. Why did he do that? Because he believed that the Blessed Sacrament was more important than anything, even more important than his own life. He didn't even care about his own life. He was dying. He didn't know how long he had to live he was picking the blessed sacrament up off the ground so my dear children in a few minutes you will receive the most important thing in this world god himself he will come inside of you because he loves you because he wants you to be close to him he wants to show you the way to true happiness He comes down from heaven to help you get to heaven. Think about what a wonderful thing that is and welcome him into your heart. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost, amen.